Welcome to IdeaGen TV live from the Embassy of Ethiopia here in Washington, D.C. I could not be more thrilled on behalf of IdeaGen to have our good friend Sherry Hashemi from L3 Harris, Director of Engineering. Sherry, welcome. Thank you, George. Thank you. Thank you. Sherry, you know, it's an exciting moment right now. Um, we're in 23. We're at the midterms. Not those midterms. We're at the midterms. <laughs> of the global goals of the United Nations, those 17 global goals. And we could not be more thrilled to be helping to create awareness for the goals and hopefully to help create um, the momentum to achieve the goals by 2030 at global venues like we are today here at the Embassy of Ethiopia. Ethiopia is helping to lead the way on the global goals and helping achieve the global goals. And so it's especially an honor for us to be here today broadcasting live from this embassy. I'd like to ask Sherry, for our global audience, could you describe your work, um, what you're doing, and, yeah. and how you're helping to lead the way here? So currently right now, I'm Director of Engineering. I have a multidisciplinary team across the globe, um, and our current product set is for communication systems. We focus on SATCOM ground stations um, and then some of the other subcomponents like modems and the, um, the networks. I'm also working on my uh, dissertation, still working on it still. So you said midterms, I thought exams. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's where mine, mine is these days. Um, so those are the current things I'm working on right now. You know, and since we last spoke, Sherry, uh, it seems like the world has changed for the better. Mm -hmm. AI uh, seems to be ubiquitously across all the news, across everything that we're doing. And I'd like to ask on that note, how is AI specifically impacting your worldview as it applies to education? Mm -hmm. um, you know, with all of the emphasis that's coming through AI, I think it is a powerful resource, um, but I think it could also be um, kind of a crutch for students as well, especially, you know, there's so much pressure on students to achieve and excel and get those grades and make those marks. And it's just, you know, there's these super competitive programs. And so I think um, we've got to be mindful of how that gets incorporated into our day-to-day -day practice um, so that we can maintain the integrity of original thought of our, of our students, of ourselves, of our communities. Um, because I think those original thoughts are what we really need right now. You know, those original thoughts of us from our human experience, where we're pulling those from. And, you know, we can use those AI tools as resources, but ultimately the value is coming from us. It's coming from our perspectives. It's coming from our experiences and being able to meld those all together to create those thoughts that will ultimately be the pieces that we're trying to solve in this huge puzzle for these goals and say, oh, I have this experience and I got this idea. And oh, well, remember that one time we were at that spot, we had this really cool experience. Well, what if we did something like that? You know, and those are, I think that's how we get there. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, keep it as a strong tool. There's no way it's not going to be, right. um, but still figure out how to keep that original thought of our individual selves moving forward. Incredible. And, and so how do you then lead your team to remain competitive at minimum, when it comes to communications technology? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's empowerment. I think it is really honing in on the value of individuals. Um, we all want to be valued. We all have our own value that we contribute to teams. And I think being able to um, refine and hone in on the values of those individuals and then being able to 
um, build off of that and empower them, you know, and I think a big, the biggest piece is your voice and being able to speak up, creating spaces where individuals feel comfortable. You know, there's typically the couple people in a room, like you have 10 people, you know, you're going to have one or two people who are always going to speak up and that's great. And we need their voice. There's some folks at the table who may or may not speak up. And, you know, you want to really be able to get to an environment where those folks feel comfortable and empowered um, and excited about hearing what they have to say. And then there's always those folks who probably won't ever speak up at the table. And I think figuring out how to be able to get all 10 voices, if you have 10 and being able to create that environment to get every single one of those, because every single one of those, there's value in what they have to say. Yeah, that's right. And so collaboration, Mm -hmm. Um, you are an expert communicator and you believe in collaboration. How important is collaboration in your work? Oh, it's critical. It's a cornerstone. Um, You know, there's complex systems, um, whether it be a school project or a work project or um, even a community project, they're complex systems. And if you don't have that level of collaboration, you're going to be very limited in your data set. And to be able to really strengthen your outcome and your results, you need to have all the data available and all of the inputs available. And so I feel like having collaboration is going to ensure that you are able to get that complete set of information to be able to go after your end goals and get those results that you're you're after. And I think that's how we start ticking away at the um, the like the things that we need to achieve to show the progress towards meeting 2030. And so we talked about AI, we talked about collaboration. Let's talk a little bit about innovation. How do you balance innovation with regulatory frameworks that sometimes run um, maybe not parallel, but against each mm-hmm. other? How, how does that all play out? You know, the the regulations are there for very, very good reasons. And we have, you know, decades upon decades of data points that say that it's necessary to have those in order to be able to make sure things are safe, accessible, um, complete, um, doing everything that the end objective is after. Um, and I think when you have something that might be conflicting, I think you need to go back to the drawing board and say why. Um, and if it is maybe not with the current objective, maybe you need to go after and get the, um, the regulations changed and go through the processes to get them to expand because we're moving so fast at the rate of change of our technology and our advancement and our development the, the rate of being able to have those regulatory compliances keep up with what we need to do might not be at the same pace. And so I think you've got to go look at what was the original intent. And then if it truly is something that's going to really be groundbreaking and moving after what you need to go, make some changes, you know, put in the legwork and get the changes made so that you can meet both objectives. So advice, um, where would you begin? What would you advise someone if they were just beginning in communications mm-hmm. and engineering? What what would that advice look like? Um, I would I recommend finding where your passions lie. Um, and you know when I was when I mentor and talk to individuals about when they're looking at degree programs, um, and you know when you start looking through like things like a syllabus as an example, you know what classes make you really excited? What classes make you super passionate? Um, you know, it was like, oh, I'm going to take this class and that class. And that's probably the program for you. And I would say when you start looking at your path forward, make sure that there's components 
in that path that ignite that spark in you, that ignite that passion and that excitement for learning and driving for the investigation and exploring what's out there um, to help make sure that you're going to stay down the path that's true to what you want to do and is authentic to yourself. Um, so find, find those things that you get excited about, hang on to them and make sure that they stay in your periphery. They stay in your front and center as you go through your journey. And I think that'll help serve your end goals to make sure that, you know, you don't, you can fight burnout that way if it's something you're super passionate about. Um, and to be able to maintain cause some of these career paths and the education paths are, are they're tough. They're, they're absolutely tough. tough. And, um, Keeping right. keeping that center on what makes you excited, I think, is a really key piece. Sherry, that's that's incredible advice. And so, what does the future hold uh, for you and your team as we look forward? Mm -hmm. um, it's diverse. I am going after diverse candidates because I want diverse thought. I want individuals from all walks of life, from all experiences. I want individuals who can sit at the table and um, you know speak their minds, give us content, give us. Um, ideas, challenge, question. I want a global, diverse team, and that's what we're going after. Sherry Hashemi, Director of Engineering, L3 Harris. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you. thank you for your inspiration. And thank you, most importantly, for all of the impact you're making globally. Thank, thank you, George.